Welcome to the pity party. Welcome to the pity party. Welcome to the pity party. It's Kevin's mother effing pity party. Welcome to the pity party. Everybody get really smarty. Welcome to the pity party. It's Kevin's mother trucking pity party. Welcome to tonight's show. How are you? I've been a busy little beaver. Uh, I guess I'll make an announcement on this as well. I'll, I don't want to steal. I don't want to steal the spotlight from Kevin. So I'll wait until after uh, we, we take a look at his stuff. And then I will tell you about what I've been working on. I've kind of posted about it a little bit already. Very excited. Um, we haven't seen Kevin in some time. He is very busy, very prolific in his own right. Kevin has his own channel and show. He also has something called the Guar, the Guar cast. Who's the Guar pod? I don't know. He'll correct me when I let him out, when I let him out of his cage. Um, but it's really great. He basically is, he, he's basically doing with Guar kind of like what I do with the Misfits to an extent. And it's just fucking awesome. I, I always love seeing uh, when he's live streaming and just doing it because he's just out there. He's just out there grinding it 24 seven. It's really cool. So check it out. I put a link to his channel in the chat. So check it out and subscribe to, I think actually that's Von Spur. Yeah, it's all, it's all Von Spur, whatever. In any case, let's welcome, let's welcome a friend of the show. Um, Kevin, uh, this is his pity party tonight. Welcome, Kevin. How are you? Hey, I'm here for the party. I brought some friends with me. <laughs> you know, you could um, RIP to uh, Paul Rubens, who we recently oh. lost tragically. But um, when you did that just now, I was reminded of a little bit like a kind of like a peewee vibe. Just uh -huh. now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I can't do it. But respect to people. You know, I got to say. I've been seeing a lot of commentary about uh, Paul Rubens this past week, obviously. But yeah. the thing that I'm not seeing enough about is my generation's peewee moment was when he came out during the MTV Awards. That's right. And made the best one-liner mic drop joke of the century. And what was it? Heard any good jokes lately? And, you know, let's take a minute to just to just talk about that just for the second. I mean, the balls. The, well, you know, again, let's look at the time period was was the early nineties where any kind of scandal would just like nobody like integrity was different or at least, I don't know, public integrity was different than it is today where, you know, you have people that like, you know, they just do all sorts of egregious things and they either pretend like they didn't do them or they, they soldier on, they don't resign to save face or whatever. Back in the day, I mean, if you as so much as coughed wrong, you were, you know, quote unquote, canceled or were benched and, you know, also, you know, could destroy your career in the process. And, you know, Paul Rubens, who was, you know, I don't know how public he was about the fact that he was a gay man, but he's a gay man who had been, you know, essentially arrested for being gay. Like that's the bottom line. Like, yeah, I think he was kind of targeted. On that. Right. Yeah. Like just like targeted for being gay, like doing things that some, some gay people do like just whatever straight people do what he did too, though. Like, yes, 100%, 100% point being that, you know, like it, he was, he was in a theater doing a thing that is very common and he was picked up. And, you know, he had to face that down, especially being like a part of something that was like, 
kid adjacent kids mm-hmm. programming. He handled it with such grace. Oh and my God. So much yeah. Dignity. And, you know, it seems like everybody, and I'm also really happy for him because through all of his like legal troubles and like all the stuff that he dealt with, it's like, it seems like the public always like nobody ever misunderstood who he was or his intentions. And he never suffered from it. The public loved him all the way to the end. Like he may have had difficulties elsewhere, but like with the law or whatever, nobody ever, nobody ever, you know, um, I think he was well-respected in his community. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it just, just a, just a, a wonderful dude who, who really, Love the public. And, you know, you could never hear a bad story about this guy. You know, people talk about like meeting him and stuff. And um, I'm very, yeah, uh, uh, very sad that he is gone. But the point of the whole thing to get to bring it back full circle is, to, is the idea that, you know, like facing down this, what is an incredibly embarrassing thing. He was picked up for, you know, he was, he was, he was, he was jerking. You can look in it the up. Theater. Yeah. yeah but in a, in a, not just a regular theater, a, a, a theater, theater where something designed. like that would be. Yeah. It's designed for these things. And, you know, again, like literally did nothing wrong and had to be paraded around like Cersei in game of Thrones with like a, with a, with a, with a friggin' chain around his neck going shame. But in that and moment, he owned it so hard. Took the power back. He, he, he D character. Yeah. He he de-escalated and t- and sucked the ener- the negative energy away from him. And he did it of his own volition. Nobody did that for him. Nobody like he didn't have to have he did it himself. And I just think that's uh really uh shout out to to, to Paul Rubens and Pete Goldman. Plus yeah. fucking mystery men. Um the spleen, just Batman awesome. Batman returns. Of course, Batman returns. Just just great. And of course, and Gotham. My favorite non Pee-wee quote from Paul Rubens is when he plays the vampire in Buffy. Oh, yeah, classic. And he, he says, kill them a lot. <laughs> I love that. I that, remember when that show was coming out, I was like, that's so stupid. That's never gonna work. That movie's already too great. What did yeah. I know? <laughs> what what do any of us know, right? What do any of us know? I'll um, just have a pity party over it. Yeah. Speaking of pity parties, okay. So uh I don't have any balloons left, but I got my friends. So Kevin has, you know, um Kevin is a musician amongst all the things he does as a renaissance man. He is a musician as well. And he approached a bunch of people, including myself, and was like, Hey, I'm doing this this music video, and I want you to film yourself, you know, kind of lip syncing to my song, and I'll cut it into a video. I was like, sure. I'll, why not? It was at the height of, uh, you know what, in 2020. Yeah, this was all was... very pandemic centered, yeah. like when everyone was in their little squares on the screen right. all the time. So, right. So it was like the perfect multimedia project for Kevin. I had a lot of fun doing that. Everyone and, who has uh, seen it so far, which is very few, like yeah. always point you out. They, lo- they love. Oh, really? In it. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. OK, that's good. Hi, Biz. How are you? Yes, I, I make uh, I, I have a cameo in the music video. Um, I had a lot of fun doing it. I, I did another lip sync video that's on here. If you could find it, it's called Creature. It's a lip sync video of Tijuana Panthers Creature, which is a great song uh, by a great band. In any case, we're going to premiere the video live here on the channel in a few moments. Uh, I want to tell you, though, I am running a contest. 
it's not a contest. It's actually a giveaway. I, I, I want to um, give away T-shirts uh, of a design that I made. Um, but here's the, the catch. You have to answer a trivia question. The first person, well, why am I talking about it? Let me just play you the rules. I made this video so I wouldn't have to say them over and over again. I'm going to be doing a live show every single day. I'm going to be giving away a t-shirt. At the end of every episode, I will ask my trivia question. You will send your answer to fromismail at gmail.com and the first person to answer correctly will be the winner. You give me your name, your address, and your t-shirt size. If you are outside of the continental United States, you will have to cover shipping and handling. Join us night after night where I will be doing t-shirt giveaways who doesn't like a free t-shirt i'm not gonna go easy on any of you i'm gonna ask really hard questions so be prepared okay so that is the deal uh dagger says that they never win anything dagger tonight could be your lucky night to win a t-shirt uh, i mean dagger we won't know if you google yeah I, you can use google but listen Dagger, you, you you deserve a t-shirt whether you win one or not because you're so awesome and you've been such a great support to the channel. Are those Ewok stuffed toys? Yes, they, they're vintage from before I was born even, I believe. Wow. Let me see. Let me check the date on this. Collector's items. Oh, yeah. These were definitely my brothers before mine. 1983. Yeah. Uh, did you ever do... the best of the best. Question: Did you ever do that um, Phantom of the Paradise show? No, yeah. no. you haven't done it. All right, so you no. save, you're saving me for that, right? Yeah, you're definitely going to be on that. You know, right. I really want to pair that with the documentary about it, but it's not out yet, or it's Phantom only out. Yes. Okay, so Phantom of the Wood. You know, I saw Phantom of the Wood Winnipeg at the Sleepy Hollow International. See, it's only in theater, so if you can catch it, but there's no way for me to watch it. It, it's going to be on Blu-ray. In fact, I reached out to Malcolm and asked him. I wanted to interview him on the show. So Ooh. maybe he'll be on the show talking about it. So we'll see. We'll see. Not nice. Um, you need a co-host for that one? I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, he was there. I met him at Sleepy Hollow International Film Festival. Oh, he was there with Phantom of the Winnipeg. And it played with Phantom of the Paradise, with Paul Williams, Garrett Graham, a.k.a. Beef, and Ed Pressman were all in attendance. And there's a Q&A. Kevin, there's a Q&A on my channel. I don't know if you saw it. I filmed hmm. the whole Q&A. So you should check that out. I will. Um, so, yeah. So what it's are we coming out? About? It's coming out? Because that's what it's I want to pair and do a show about it. But, like, it's been years. Well, maybe... Okay, now my mind is really formulating something that could be really spectacular, but we'll we'll talk about okay, that. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. So, should we, without further ado, should we just dive into? It? Is there any other pieces of business? Is there anything you want to say about your um, doing well, this? I mean, it's from my album "Welcome to My Pity Party." It's the title track. It's going to be a video album, hopefully by the end of the summer. Uh, and this is the lead title track. It introduces all the characters and then some additional party goers, such as yourself. So, yeah, if you need any other, uh, if you need me for any other music videos, you let me know. Absolutely. Was... Yeah. Okay. Um, 
if anybody sees this jitter, we'll play this video twice. We're going to play this once now. We're going to chat a little bit, and then we'll play it again before we we peel out of here. If anybody sees it uh, jittery or frame frame something weird, let us know so that we can uh, play it again in its proper glory. Okay, ready? Without further ado, here, I'm actually going to start. Get your balloons and stuffed animals. I'm going to start it over. Everybody get your, hey, what's up? Uh, Jody Ramon is here. Hello, Jody. What's up, Jody Ramon? Um, let me, I'm going to reshare it because just to make sure that it's in the exact spot. Okay, ready? Here we go. Trigger 
Yay! The pity party. Woo! Oh man, that was fun. Andrew was rocking out, man. He got himself a little. Oh bloody. yeah, I forgot. Andrew WK. That's right, Jody Rabot. I had the tennis racket. That's the way. That's the way we rock and roll. We don't know how to play guitar. It works. Hey, Richard Friend, thank you so much. He says, really been enjoying your channel, Jeff. Thanks for all the great content. Thank you, Richard, for watching. Appreciate you. Um, so making music videos is a lot of fun. It's annoying because you got to <laughs> sync it up. You got to sync it up, but it can be really fun. Yeah, that was the hump on this album. It's video album, that was like the hump. Like, I got to get this one done because I got so much footage for it. Sorting through all that stuff. Right. Right. Yeah, it's a task. It's it's but, a task. But it's the best part is now when, when the world gets to enjoy it. And you're like, ha. Ah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, uh it was just I was like trying to remember why I had the Jerry Garcia, the Jerry Garcia um stuffed animal. And I was like, Oh yeah, you told us to bring stuffed animals yeah because because you know uh, that's what's comforting you in when you're trapped at home or in theory you know absolutely my absolutely. pity party has balloons and stuff friends yeah it's good it's really really good uh biz says your song sounds kind of like a cross between the nymphs and the violent femmes i like well it. you know what's funny is um that drummer and I got to add that that was actually video of the drum take used on the song, um, which is awesome. He was in the Violent Femmes for a couple of years. That's Brian Viglione. There you go. Oh, you probably know him. Dresden Dolls. He's in the Dresden Dolls. Yeah. Mm. That's cool. That's cool. And the World um, Inferno and tons of other bands. That's right. That's right. The You know, it's crazy that. I literally was like, you know, I'm going to check out that hollow mouse. I always end up hearing about, and then I can't not to bring things down, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's relevant. We had other members yeah. of the world Inferno friendship society also in that video representing uh, Matt Dallow and Gina were two of the um, current band members at the end. So they're represented in there as well. And uh, yeah, RIP the Inferno, man. It's so you didn't you never know when it's someone's last show yeah were you at the last show i was at the last last one it was during the pandemic it was on the rooftop on a on a building in brooklyn during the pandemic and i filmed it and wow. it was the last performance yeah you know i gotta tell you you know it'd be great for your channel i mean god like <laughs> cutting that well, show with you talking about how much you love the band and your interview with Jack all mixed together you could make something really spectacular uh, yeah we're we've been in talks for years about making something a little bit more than that um but you know let's one documentary at a time i think <laughs> yeah that's right that's right um yes. may i ask actually so yes, how is, please what, do. is going on? what is going on with the uh, haunted garage i know all about i know all about taking forever with documentaries so you don't i yeah. i know what so, i know so what's going make on make me feel better about myself that it's been taking so long <laughs> um it's taken you, it's been like longer. 10 10 years yeah, or something be, and it's some hey listen uh things keep coming up and i keep putting it on the back burner so yeah you know, I mean, that's well, just the way it is when you're this small and you don't have any money oh look at that 
you see this? That's the, I guess you could say commissioned artwork for the project of sorts uh, by Chad yeah. Shears. He makes garbage pail kid cards. Yeah, that looks garbage paley. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's cool. You know, I took a little break. You know, I worked on it for like two years, and I did the whole um, campaign for it and right. tons of shot press. Everything. Yeah, I shot like forty something interviews. Uh, and then I kind of had to like catch up on the rest of my life for a while, but I'm slowly getting back into it. I actually did an interview this week. I have another interview possible tonight uh, with someone who it's going to blow your mind, Jeff. I don't know if I should reveal here, but you don't have uh, a private chat on this thing. I'm sorry. You I do have, have a private chat. chat. Yes. Here, let me the private chat. I Go. just want to see your reaction. All this right. might happen tonight, but. Okay, so you have like, you already, is, you already did the interview or you haven't done it yet? No, no, I may be conducting it tonight because now I'm doing interviews virtually with that anyone. Just I so much time. and Yeah, I mean, you know, I just can't be in L.A. all the time, but uh, it's just as good. Ultimately, that's who well, I'm that's supposed to talk amazing, to. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I know sometimes that's uh... <laughs> uh, and that one. Let me tell you, that's not a, that that one is uh, that, that that's a challenge because that guy's hard to nail down. That's why I don't want to announce it until it actually happens. Do not. But I will. Not, you know what? I will yeah. announce. I'm supposed to do another that's one. That's fucking great, dude. Yeah. That's and apparently great. he heard about it and wanted to talk to me. So and oh, my God, you can ask him about like. I mean, you should just ask him about other things that he's been involved with. I may. I mean, I'll probably bring it up a little bit, but, you know, that that first that first that first thing. That <laughs> yeah. Well, I have the singer of that first thing in the documentary already. So. Wait, how was that? That's not possible because they died in. Oh. I'm talking about that thing. Um, I'm, sorry, I'm thinking of a band that starts with an A. No, I'm thinking of a band that starts with the C. Was that after? <laughs> I mean, that, that was, was before. Actually, that fit well. The record came out in '82, but the band started in '79. Hmm. So I think he was kind of doing all that stuff at the same time. Could, I'm sorry. Could, listen, it's 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 we're private. Talking code here. It's private. Listen, ill message. The reason why it's private and I it, it's lame because it, if Jeff you're. Gets it. I get it. Because, oh, let me tell you something. So often in my life, when I something really cool comes up the pike, there's nothing lamer than having something really cool come up the pike and then it doesn't happen and I've already announced it. It's embarrassing. It sucks. It's frustrating. You, it's better to have it in the can and then whip it out than it is to not. And it's just the way of the world. And that's the that's the unfortunate but i wish you great luck and i hope it let me know if it goes down i'm very curious to know if it goes down that's awesome fantastic what was the other one you were gonna say that you can say yeah i'll give you this one just because i think it's more of a short thing uh you're muted oh now you're back yeah. now you're back yeah you're, i think your, your perception is low you're, oh no now you're better uh okay good yeah you're okay good. so i'll start Don't that you. over <laughs> no touching um <laughs> I'll, I'll announce this one just because I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. And also I've been talking to him longer about it. So um, this right, is supposed to happen to. tomorrow. All right. Uh, I'm supposed to interview Brian Slagle, who is the CEO of Metal Blade Records. Oh, that's cool. He like okay. put Metal out the first Metallica song. And Guar. And Guar. Yeah, he signed Guar and then he signed Haunted Garage. 
Yeah, wow. Okay, that's, so, that's rad. That's a great Guar and Haunted Garage were label mates. For he's like going to probably, year. man, he's going to probably tell you, he's going to be able to tell you all sorts of really cool shit. I hope so. You know, and, you know, I, don't, I know the band wasn't exactly happy with that deal, but I think they've kind right. of mended their, you know, wounds 30 years later and he's willing yeah. to talk about it. So, yeah, Slayer as well was on Metal Blade. That's right. Yeah, man, Metal Blade was huge. Um, all right, now I'm going to so that's, that's my news for the documentary. Like, it's still coming. Um, and I don't know if you want to lead in for your thing, but um, it's oh, a all right. yeah, it. sometimes. Hey, and if you want stickers, you can always hit me up and I'll send you some stickers. Riotstickers.com is the official... <laughs> Kevin, you rule. Riotstickers.com is the official sponsor of the Frumis channel. And as you can see, they provide and stickers... The and a sponsor uh, of the Life and Slimes of Dookie Flyswatter. Right, Swatter. sponsor. I didn't realize that. Yes, sponsor of the of the Life and Slimes of, of Dookie Flyswatter. Uh, Sharpie Riot, CEO of Riot Stickers. He champions independent projects and is just a very supportive guy. In fact, Sharpie Riot will be printing up all of the Frumis Friend Club t-shirts. So when I do those t-shirts, when I'm going for my t-shirts, I go to riotstickers.com to do so. And... Um, yeah, I'm I'm just I we love we love Sharpie Riot. He's great. We love his company. We love what he does. And um we're going to play you the little video and then I'm going to make uh an announcement of my own. It's Actually, relevant to me. So this Fuck works. it. I'm going to make two announcements. Two announcements I'm making. Oh, now, I'm not shit. trying to outdo your announcements or anything. I'm oh just, no, my announcements aren't inspired aren't inspired me to to open open my mouth. hope you like my uh this is my riot stickers devil lock right here and um i just want to say dagger is asking can riot stickers print on my own t-shirts absolutely dagger in fact also if anybody if you go to the link down in the description go to riotstickers.com backslash from us f-r-u-m-e-s-s and you can get a thousand stickers for 79 dollars. you're not going to find that deal anywhere else it is only available here at the Frumis channel, we are proud of that deal. These stickers are printed on vinyl, which makes them waterproof. They have a UV coating, which makes which protects it from the sun. They got to be rated at least five years for outdoor use. You just can't go wrong with riotstickers.com. So just wanted to say that. Um, now, I'm going to make two announcements. The first announcement is here. Uh, fill the dead air, Kevin. Fill the dead sure. air. Um, if you like that song you heard, go to Bandcamp. Vonesper.bandcamp.com and 
check it out. Uh, that was what I call the safe and sanitized version of the song because I did something where all the public uh, presentations of this record are safe and sanitized. But if you actually buy the physical media, you're going to get the uncensored version. There you go. Uncensored. And right here, what I have, these are the equivalent, if you were um, buying a vinyl, these are the equivalent of a vinyl test pressing. That's what these are. These are um, these are both by movies, Romeo's Distress and Gouge Away, which are being put on Blu-ray for the very first time because I have decided to go into business as a self-distributing uh, distributor of my movies from us films. I'm still playing with the name. I think it might be called from from us do fromage. I'm not sure yet. That might be from my films has a good ring to it though. What just from us films. That's yeah. it. Well, it's funny because in high school, when I show people meet the feebles, they would say that's a from us film. They <laughs> always say like Toxie or whatever. I'd show them. That's a from us film. So it's like, it's like, hey, what's up, Keith? Uh, you missed a bunch, but don't worry. We're going to play the video again. So so stay, keep your keep your eyes peeled. So basically, the first release on the Frumis imprint is going to be Gouge Away, followed by my first film, Romeo's Distress. And obviously, they're not going to be on, on burned discs. They're going to be pressed up officially. They're going to have slipcase jackets. It's going to be, it's going to be nice. And, um... Yeah, the goal is to get into distribution. So, you know, it's just going to be another avenue of something that I've always dreamed of. I just wanted to have my own plan nine. And this is my going to be my plan nine. And um, it's something that I have literally it's been a dream for 10 years. And it's something that I took the first big step to do that uh, in 2018. And when I made an LLC and now we're finally there. So keep your eyes peeled. I'm going to be talking a lot about this. And wait, wait, whose music is in your film? And your music, Kevin's music. Welcome to my dancing party. Right. It all ties together. <laughs> it all ties together. Song. Okay. So I real super quick story that I've told on here before. I called Kevin three days before he's supposed to go on tour with green jello. And I said, Kevin, do you think you can, basically write your own version of Danzig black acid devil. <laughs> and he did, <laughs> he did it really okay. fast and it was just exactly what I wanted for the little scene that I had in mind. And um, Kevin, I don't know if you've even seen it. Have you, have you seen the I scene? Did see oh, you did see the yeah, scene. I saw that. I saw yeah, it. It's film. perfectly. Um, and uh, yeah, he just, he just did it short uh, cook to order. It was really nice. Hey, if you need music, hit up your boy. There you go. Hit him up. Hit up your boy. Now, the other thing that I want to announce, and this is gonna, something that I'm going to be talking about to death. It's something that Kevin does not even know about. Nobody knows about this, but I'm going to reveal it here because we're talking about documentaries. Um, it has no, it's not about the misfits oh. thing. Although there's, I keep your fingers crossed. Remind me to tell you something about okay. this weekend. So keep your fingers crossed for, for the reverse. Uh, but that's whatever. That's that's neither here nor there. Okay. Um, so for the last month, I have been uh, knee deep 
in, I guess, what would be the third film that will be on the new imprint label. Um, it's a documentary. And it's a documentary that takes place over the last four years and incorporates hundreds of hours of footage. All right, that's such an exaggeration. I don't know how many hours of footage. It's a lots of hours of footage. Excuse me for just hype being very hyperbolic. Hype it up, hype it up. Um, but it, yeah, it's a, it, it's a, it's, it's a film, uh, kind of like American movie and it basically chronicles, um, how my, I started on a film called wash away and it turned into gouge away after the pandemic. And it's kind of, it's told through, you know, uh, video journals and blogs and behind the scenes and just all sorts of footage. It's like, uh, I'm trying to think of what I could compare it to, but it just, it started off as a behind the scenes documentary for this, like just a little featurette and then it exploded. And now it's like two hours long and it's not a YouTube video. It's a movie. It's an actual fucking movie. Like it is a movie. It's a movie and it just, it has a lot of moving parts in it and I don't want to treat it. It will eventually be on the YouTube channel. I think I don't want to treat it like a YouTube video. This is a fucking documentary feature, like 100%. I might even put it into festivals. I'm not sure yet. I'm thinking about it. I don't know if it's interesting enough. It's interesting to me because it's my life. It's an out. It's basically it's an, it's autobiographical and it's about trying to make art. And that's what it is. So I don't know. I, I don't know what the title is either yet. It might be called Mess of a Movie. It might be called Blood Visions. The tentative title, which I'm not going to go with, was American Movie, comma, T-O-O, American Movie 2. Like, this also is an American movie, but I think people would be mad if I did something like that. Um, but yeah, so keep your eyes peeled for that. It's... Dude, that that thing has footage from 2004 to me in Germany on the last day of the Blitzkid tour to me. Like it really does. It encompasses 20 years. It, it goes. It's all over the place. I mean, it's really. But there's like a story. I'm really excited about it. And this is the first time that I've talked about it publicly. And I've just been working on it quietly. It, it's putting itself together. It's like editing itself. And that's the best kind of editing when. You don't even have to like put any brain power into it because it just it's like puzzle pieces, right? Kevin, isn't it great when it's a puzzle and you can oh, just yeah. you fit the I always, together? That's how I talk about editing. I'm like, it's Tetris. It's all Tetris with video clips. Yep. And yep. then when it, you know when it fits together or not. Yeah. And it's just it, when it when it really is gelling, it's a beautiful thing. It's just a beautiful yeah. thing. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, enough. All right. Enough of that. Um, what else is what else is coming up the pike? I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Well, um, I got something if you want. Go ahead. What is it? If you liked this uh, record, uh, I got two more coming out pretty soon. They're pretty much done. It was all I have three records. It's a trilogy, basically. They were all conceived and constructed at the same time, you know, during and throughout the pandemic up until now. And the second one is Except for mastering, I believe it's completely done. Uh, it's That's called awesome. the final boss, and it's <laughs> like, uh, it's like the record is a video game, but the video game is life, and the final boss is you. 
Not Ooh. you, Jeff. Me. Like, I'm saying the final boss is me. It sounds like our art art projects are thematically spiritually I, connected. I, I kind of don't know how to not do a concept thing at this point. Like everything I'm into is concept based. So that's cool. Hey, but it's it's a concept within the larger picture of the three records. So that's coming hopefully very soon. I just need to like master it. And Dagger wants to know where they can the vinyl. Yeah. Um, not quite yet. The problem with my solo records is that they're kind of all over the place and they're very hard to market. So it's been very hard to find a set fan base for them. But don't worry, because after these records, I got lots of... There's a secret project in the works and it's going to, you know, <laughs> it's going to blow you. It's going to blow you away. It's really what I do best, which is heavy rock music, where this was all kind of experimental. Open up the program and see what happens during the pandemic music. Right. Oh man, I'm gonna hit you with some heavy shit real soon. And it's gonna like it's gonna come out like a bullet. So keep an eye out at Von Esper Music or follow me. You know, I'm pretty easy to find. So yeah, I don't I think I forgot to actually link you in the description, but you're in just go to the top of this live chat and you could find the link to to the channel, to Kevin's channel, and you could subscribe there. So yeah, you know, I got a link tree on my Instagram. Yeah. Everything's there. Yeah, everything's there. You could find you could find all of that stuff. Um, so no vinyl, but maybe maybe for the next project in a few years. You know, there's you, they're, they gotta do at some point. It's getting so popular. Imagine eventually there's gonna have be a print on demand vinyl, which isn't gonna be as special as like doing a run of vinyl. But I just need it. a fan base ready to buy it. I can't have boxes of vinyl just sitting around my house. You know. Yeah, ain't it, that like, the truth, man? I so that's the beautiful thing about the Blu-rays is that I'm not going to press up a lot of Blu-rays. I'm gonna press up small batches, and when I sell out, I'll. Well, I, I'm going to make it so that I have to earn earn the privilege of buying more, you know, of, of re-upping. Yeah. And if I can't, then I can't. And, you know, that'll be it'll be what it will be. Goodbye, Biz. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for stopping by. Um, let's, <laughs> yes, that is. Yes, you're going to love it. I survived dude, it's it. going to be all kinds of heavy. You know, my influences. Um, it's it's just. Uh, it's gonna kick your ass, man. It's all I got. Yeah, Kevin and it. I met at a Danzig show. <laughs> Did we not meet at the? Yeah, we met at the Danzig show. Yeah, right? met at a Danzig show. And oh, fun fact! I don't know if I told your audience this, but remember when we went to the party afterwards? Yeah, the red party. Yes, the red party is still happening, and I now work there as their official photographer. And there's That's awesome. one coming up. This Saturday, the Long Losts are playing. So Mercury Lounge, if you're around New York City Saturday night, it's the best goth party in the area. One of these days, I'm going to make it out to one of those red parties again. It's been too long. It's I've, fun. You know, Everyone looks great. It's an easy, fun job for me. And uh, you just take the results. Yeah, I just take pictures and the results That's are nice. instant. And last time I was there, the, a bus. Oh, this is a great story. I was I, I spend a lot of time outside because that's where I get my best shots against yeah. the New York City backdrop. Sure. And I was talking to the band I was playing at the time uh, that night and a big black tour bus pulled up. It was like maybe midnight, one o'clock, you know, and some guys get out of the bus and they open the bottom where they keep all the luggage and stuff. And he's they're quietly getting their stuff. And someone notices, dude, that's Butch Vig. 
Whoa. We turned around and there's Butch Vig. That must have been Garbage's tour bus. They were playing in Central Park that weekend. And so we very, very briefly met Butch Vig outside the Red Party. It was incredible. You should have invited him in to. I know, in. but he was, you know, it was late and I think he was just getting to his hotel and stuff. But so we rad. just had enough time to be like, we know who you are and we love you. Okay, thanks. Goodbye. Were you at that Christian Death show with Valor? Remember that? I've, I've seen that band a couple times. I saw them at um, one party <clears throat> that I worked at. I think it was Stimulate at Drum. I should have footage of that. And then I think the other one was at the High Yeah. High Line Ballroom. I was I was at that show. Yeah, I have footage from that too. Kind yes, of I saw that kind band of a bummer first. because they didn't the songs they played, I kind of wish that they played a lot of catastrophe ballet and they did not. I just remember they don't play anything from the first record, and that's my favorite. So I mean, you know, I, I gotta it, dig into more of their stuff. I It'd be a track. It would be awkward if they played stuff from the first record because I know I understand the relationships, but still, it's like you kept the name. So what are you doing? I know it's kind of a it's bittersweet because you want to hear the first record, but none of them played on the first record, and none of them wrote the first record. And but it's legacy, man. If you're gonna well, keep the legacy, I know it's. it's I controversial. do know. No, well, I do know that I I do know that in more recent years, I, it's my understanding that he does play some of that stuff. Well, that's good to hear. And frankly, Catastrophe Ballet, which is the second record with Roz and Valor, is a great record. All the way through. Check it out, yeah. Oh my god, dude, you have to listen to it. I mean, it's I have, but I haven't paid as much attention to it as. Oh my god, know, electric first album ending like... at the wall. Um. The Sleeping Sonambulance. It's really good. I, I highly recommend you check it out. Highly recommend is, it. Is Rick Agnew on that record? No, he's only on the first record. Gotcha. But there's a great, there's a great concert video of Rick Agnew with Ava O doing Only Theater of Pain. Nice. It's like yeah. a live DVD and it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Um, let's uh, Let's wrap things up. Uh, we're going to play the video one more time to send Kevin off. And then Kevin is going to ask a trivia question. D didn't forget about the trivia question. No, no, no. Do All you right. want me to do it before or after? Um, yeah. Why not before? Okay. You got yeah, this. Let's, Cause let's this will provoke conversation. I mean, maybe this could have been a conversation from before, but I guess not. All right, anymore. Fine. Do it. Do it. Um, so here's my trivia question, and it'll relate wait, to wait, the Wait, wait, let me play the rules. The rules one more oh, time yeah. for anybody who wasn't here. Here's the rules again. I'm going to be doing a live show every single day. I'm going to be giving away a t-shirt. At the end of every episode, I will ask my trivia question. You will send your answer to fromismail at gmail.com, and the first person to answer correctly will be the winner. You give me your name, your address, and your t-shirt size. If you are outside of the continental United States, you will have to cover shipping and handling. Join us night after night where I will be doing t-shirt giveaways. Who doesn't like a free t-shirt? I'm not going to go easy on any of you. I'm going to ask really hard questions. So be prepared. Okay. Be prepared. Them is the rules. Them is the rules. Okay. What's your question? Okay. What song is this? Is my song Welcome to My Pity Party? A partial parody of oh and it's, it's i'll give you a big hint it's jeff's favorite band one of my favorite bands this is true 
Okay. Okay. All right. This should be so, an easy one. So now we'll play the video and you will you'll be able to figure it out instantaneously. And if you don't, then what the fuck are you doing here? Shame. Shame. For shame if you don't know. All right, ready? Here we go. You know, my question could technically have two answers. So, um, I'm gonna, I, I, I know which one I'm gonna go, yeah, with, yeah, and that will be, that will be that. But, um, quick, what's your, what's the top, <clears throat> top party songs, top party rock songs, top party rock songs? Jesus, I gotta say, let's see, Party Time by 45 Grave. Okay, 
that's a pretty good party song. Mm, <laughs> it's Pizza Party by the Aquabats. Okay. Uh, you got to fight for your right to party by the Beastie Boys. Okay. I don't know. Give me one. That's all I can think of right now. I mean, you just like sprang that on me. Like I, I, I know, like, no. probably needed a whole week to like make like three lists and like yeah. come through my Spotify. I'm instead when I when I just hear the best you party say by the party, world inferno. When 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 I hear the word party, I just think of a song that makes me you know happy and want to dance. Not necessarily that songs that have party in the in the uh, the, in title. the title. So I'm gonna go with. Uh, uh modern love by david bowie that's a great party song to me i just think it's party in the graveyard by haunted garage okay there you go um i would say jesus christ i don't (laughs) know man you you freaking put me on the spot welcome to my pity party by kevin bonusberg thanks um oh party hard duh yeah i mean any pretty much any pretty uh, pretty much all of his catalog birthday Birthday by the Beatles. There you go. Birthday by the Beatles. Yeah. Uh, that's two. Um, shit. I don't. I don't. Oh, Dead Man's Party. Oh, Dead Duh. Man's Party. Yeah, yeah, Derp. yeah. Derp. Friggin' uh, Oingo Boingo. How could we forget? Uh oh, I love games like this. Hold on. Um, let's uh, time warp. Let's do the time warp. That's a party song, sure. right? Yeah. Uh, and one more. One more song. Hmm. How about Human Pony Girl by Sammy? <laughs> yeah, that 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 is a very specific kind of party. <laughs> but I've probably been to it. <laughs> I love that he wrote that song. I love that song that, that song exists. And I love now like, it's gonna be stuck in my head all night, which is okay. It's, it's kind of like an anti-song. Like it's yeah. not actually a song. They're kind of an anti-band. <laughs> they are an anti-band, and you know it's amazing. Like they got so deep into Sam Haynes' like song structure that they kind Lack of like of song structure. <laughs> yeah, like they kind of unwrote a song, and that's what Human Pony Girl is. But whatever, that's either. But they made or. a girl. I don't... Yeah, I uh, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Sure, I I, I'll. Does Misfits not have any good party songs? I I was thinking about maybe oh, Die, Die, My Darling, or London Dungeon or something. Brain Eaters, maybe? Yeah, maybe Brain, brain Eaters. Brain yeah. Eaters. Um, I want to thank Kevin so much. Thank you. For coming, coming on the show. I always I appreciate just wanted to do this you. on someone else's show instead of my own this time. I'm I'm honored. It's an honor. Um, and I think people are really gonna love this music video. When does it officially drop on your Channel. I think I had it set for 10 o'clock. So okay. if it's not live now, I'll make it live immediately after this. So you can go listen. You can go listen on loop. Yeah. And um and we'll see you next time. So as I as always, we say peace. I should change it like peace. Hair green. I don't know. Is that where peace? Hair. No, it's just peace. Hair. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I'm starting to get tired of the peace. Hair and hair grease. Grease. Figure something out. Something, something will come out. All right. Goodbye, everybody.